What is up, everybody? Welcome to the return of Square Two. I'm Brandon, and Dave is here with me, and we're going to be your host yet again. Dave and I uh, have not podcasted. Well, I take that back. We have. I was going to say we haven't podcasted together in quite some time, but he did an episode of the Unknown Pod with us a couple weeks ago, and that was the first time that we've done this in a while, right? That is correct, sir. That is correct. So, how you been, man? How's how you been since Square Two ended the last time, which has been, we think, maybe ten years ago or so. Yeah, got married, had a, have a kid. Yeah, right on. That's and, about it. And now we're all caught up. Cool. <laughs> right on. What about you, man? Uh, I was married and had kids the last time we did Square Two, so now my kids are old, and uh, that's the difference. And you're old. And I'm old. And you're old. And I'm old. Yes. <laughs> We're all a little bit older. And that's okay, I guess. All right. So, uh, yep. you so, excited, dude? I am, yeah. I definitely am. I uh, I hope it goes well. I hope we can get a good flow going on here, because it's been a while, and I think it'll take us a minute, and that's okay. Yep. But I think... I think... Uh, I think we'll be all we right. Had a lo- we had a lot of success back in the day, and mm-hmm. I hope to bring that success forward to today yeah i think uh i think out of everything that uh howdy inc has done over the years that the original square two was the one that could have been our most successful show but we kind of just stopped doing it at a time when we should have kept doing it and working harder on it uh but yeah we were on the verge of like actually like achieving some success with it so Let's try it again. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we get creative with these projects, mm-hmm. and then uh, life gets in the way, or we just get bored with them. Mm-hmm. But yep, you know, we've had this one, and we had Cincygram that mm-hmm. you know that we started off, and yep, which was for photography and whatnot. So yeah, so for people cool, people that cool don't know uh, about Cincygram, because that'll probably be mentioned a few times throughout this whole thing. Uh, Cincygram is something that. Dave does now that me and Helm started a while back, but it's just Dave now, and it's that's uh that's the handle on Instagram is Cincygram C I N C Y, and it's a really cool Cincinnati based Instagram account. So make sure everybody follows that and like all of those pictures. Yeah, man, that was cool. start of me and you, brother. Yep. Before we go any further, let us drink. Yes. So uh, I have a beer and a shot. Do you have a beer and a shot? I don't have a shot. Tonight. No shot. All right. Well, I got a shot of Fireball here in my uh, Jack Woo. Daniels shot glass. So cheers to the return of Square Two. Cheers, buddy. Ah, uh, now beer wise was always what we uh, we always tried to have cool beers on Square Two when we first started doing Square Two. We would that was when we first kind of discovered like other beers other than just Budweiser so we were doing like shock top and we were trying like the different flavors of shock top and I I always thought that was cool on square two and then we continued that on with the unknown podcast and now we'll bring it back to here also but all I'm drinking tonight is a yingling nothing exciting and then we had a spinoff called uh, what was it called have another another. yep (laughs) yep 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 Uh, so that's I'm one. I'm trying a new beer for for the first time for me. What you got? It's Rheingeist, and it's called Little Bubs. Mm-hmm. It's a rose ale. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
We'll see how good it is. Right on. Well, let's crack our beer. Oh, there it is. Cheers, good sir. Cheers. All right. Well, I know I like mine. What about you? It's not too bad. It's yeah. pretty good. Well, good. I'd buy it again. All right, good. I don't like that beer at all, so I'm glad you do. <laughs> have you tried it? Yeah, I have. Yep, yep, yep. Working at a bar, oh. you get to try all the good beer, all the beers. All the good beers? All the good <laughs> and bad beers. I I made one guy mad the other day because we've got uh, this peanut butter whiskey that we've been carrying here lately. And it's just one yep. of those fad drinks. Like, we st- we sold a little bit of it, and then it quickly, like, sputtered out. But it is good. It tastes good. But now, like, all the other companies are starting to come out with theirs. So we had another guy come in and try to sell us one the other day, and I told him that I didn't think his was nearly as good as the one that we already carry. And he was, like, so mad at me that I liked the other brand better than that one. I don't know. There was really no point to that story, but <laughs> you'll get a lot of that on Square 2, I think. Yeah, but that was what made us unique. That's right. You that, get to learn a little bit about us and whatnot. That and all our one-liners. Yeah. So we, uh, so I don't know. This is a Howdy Inc. thing. So with all Howdy Inc. things, we end up talking about the past and what we've done in the past of Howdy Inc. So I guess if you're new to this, I would like to just real quickly, like, kind of tell people who we are and, like, where we come from and why we're sitting here doing what we're doing. Uh, me and Dave have been friends for a very long time now. Uh, 21 years. Okay. I was going to say to put an actual number on it, I was going to say about 20 years. So 21 years. That's a long time. Um, Dave was, uh, he had a very small part on the very first Howdy show, which was the very first thing Howdy Inc. ever did was the Howdy show episode one. Dave was in the infamous falling off of the couch wrestling scene, which is one of the best moments of Howdy Inc. history, in my opinion. Oh, see, that's what I should have it, like, queued up to play right now. That would be amazing. That'll be played, I'm sure, yep. throughout the... Yes, yeah, it will come up again for sure. Uh, so that was where we started. Um, Dave was there for the very first episode of Howdy Radio. It was me... Dave and Liz were the original host of the very first Howdy Radio, and then we started bringing in like more friends and getting crazy with it and whatnot. But so Dave was there for the first one of that, uh, and then me and Dave hosted Square Two together, Square Two podcast. We hosted that together, and that lasted how long? It was uh, twenty-five episodes. More than 25 episodes, because the 25 episode was like we made it to the big 25, and we did a huge shindig for S2P25 is what we called it. Then Um, I think we only did like one or two. But then we brought it back. There was a couple instances of bringing it back after that that never lasted Mm -hmm. for very long, but there was one or two comebacks, because I have uh, tweets that say like, oh, the first new Square 2 podcast in over a year or something like that. So we brought it back like we always do. And then I guess that was the last time that you and I did anything together Howdy Inc.-wise, right? Yeah, and then we talked about a couple of years ago bringing Square 2 back. Mm-hmm. Just not the right time or yeah. just never had time to do it. We started uh, Cincy Graham, and that's that was how long ago now? Probably seven or eight uh, years. Eight years now. Eight years ago now. Yeah. And uh, so eight years ago was really the first time that we started 
something new together. So right. this will be fun doing it again. It will be. I'm very, very excited about this. Uh, yeah. This opportunity again, man. Heck yeah. So I think, uh, I think you did that uh, episode. Well, I know you did that episode of Unknown Pod with us a couple of weeks ago. And I guess that kind of brought you back into it because I feel like that's when you were like, let's do this. Like, so you obviously enjoyed doing that with us. Yeah, absolutely. That was a good time. And mm-hmm. like I said, we, we've been talking about doing something like this for a couple of years and mm-hmm. just finally got time to do it. Yep. And so the cool thing is we'll touch on this a little bit later, but uh, we're kind of almost reinventing how to ink yet again for another year. Uh, the unknown podcast is uh, done. It's RIP, Dead in the Water. And we have another new show that's going to start off next week. And we'll kind of talk about that towards the end of this episode. Uh, and Dave's going to, I think, be in and on that as well. And that's a kind of a new, little bit new format for us as well. So we're kind of trying to change things around, make things more interesting, better. Not just me and my friends sitting around talking and streaming it live on the internet. We actually want to talk about some stuff. Right. Cool. But before we get to our topics that we want to talk about, we always do like to sit around and talk for a minute. And the one thing I think we want to talk about this time was our trip to Cleveland last week. Yeah. So um, Brandon got us some tickets to AEW Wrestling, and uh, they were up in Cleveland, and we did a road trip, and it was a good time. Really good time. Yeah. It was a super fun road trip. It was uh, the four of us, me and Liz and the boys. And uh, Dave and Taggart went with us as well. And we we drove up on uh, Wednesday morning. AEW Dynamite was Wednesday night. So that was your first AEW show. And I'm definitely not trying to make this into like a long-ass wrestling conversation or anything. But <laughs> as far as uh, your first AEW show goes, did you have a good time? Did you enjoy the show? I did. It was a really good show. Heck yeah. I think they put on a really fun show. It was yep. pretty cool. And it's fun making a road trip to do that kind of stuff. And uh, so yeah, then we... You go right ahead. That's something we always do. Mm-hmm. We do the road trips. and Yeah, I love road always trips. Always have and always will. For sure. It used to always be rock and roll road trips, but now there's a lot of wrestling road trips too. And they're, uh, they're just as much fun. So we drove up uh, Wednesday night was the show. And then we drove to our Airbnb that we stayed in which our backyard was uh, literally Lake Erie. It was awesome, I think. And yeah, we had uh, this. That was a really cool view. For sure. Uh, it was a little cold. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously not the season time of year to be staying like on the lake, but it was still cool. Uh, so we hung out at the Airbnb after the wrestling show, and we sat around, drank some beers, played uh, Simpsons Clue. Uh, who yeah. won? I don't remember who who won. That. I won that. You won that game. Okay, Taggart should have yeah. won that game, but Taggart he won. he did not win that game. He was uh, a little drunk. Yeah, he was. Um, so that was fun. We stayed up pretty late. And that was the latest I've stayed up in quite some time. Nice. Joint. Welcome to the club. I'm still <laughs> up way too late all the time. Uh, and then the next morning, the Thursday morning, we woke up and drove back into. Cleveland, downtown Cleveland, and we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I thought that was just the coolest thing in the world. I had never been there before, and I had an absolute blast at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, that was... I, I knew you were going to be in heaven. Yeah, 
See, I think my problem with it is I'm so fucking jaded that I'm like, fuck the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I've been that way for a long time because legitimately as a Hall of Fame, fuck the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But as a museum for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it was fucking awesome. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, yep, you got to play some instruments. And yeah, I, uh, I, have, I have lots of instruments behind me, as people can see. But I'm a guitarist on a budget, and I have uh, like Epiphone and Squire guitars. I don't own the real deal, and that's perfectly fine by me, because all I do is sit in my basement and play with my friends. Uh, so they had like the real deal there at the Rock Hall. They had the Gibson Les Paul and the Fender Strats and Tellys, and that's the first time I've ever got to play that stuff. So it was super fun to be able to actually put your hands on and play those instruments. That was my favorite part of the trip, I think, was just the whole jam thing at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. And going into the trip, I never would have guessed that that would have been my favorite part, but it, it was. Yeah, I was. I kept thinking, like, you were you were saying, oh, we're only going to sp- spend an hour or two hours max here. We don't know how long we're going to spend. Yeah. I'm like, we're going to spend all day here, man. And we did. We we got to the Rock Hall, I think, at 10 a.m. or maybe 11 a.m. 11, yeah. And I think we left at 5. So mm. we, were, we were there all day long. I think we saw every single thing that they had to show. There was nothing we missed. And uh, they had some cool stuff, man. Like, I loved, like, seeing the handwritten lyrics of songs, like, by Jim Morrison and and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like some the, of that stuff was awesome. Yeah, how cool is that? Like, the, it was the the Riders on the Storm lyrics, specifically, I thought was cool. And, like, the guitar that John Lennon used on uh, on the whatever show it was that he played that on was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. It was so cool. So yeah, whatever show he was on. Whatever show that was. I can't remember the name of the show <laughs> off the top of my head, and I don't want to look anymore like an idiot, as I already do. So now uh, AEW's talking about, they're, well, not they're talking about, they are coming to St. Louis. And I'm like, that's about the same trip time-wise far away as Cleveland is. Uh, yep. So I'm thinking, like, they're not going to sell out anyway, so... If time gets a little bit closer to that show and we can pull that off, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not thinking, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe we could go. Yep. So am I. Yeah. That'd be cool. All right. So that was our fun little trip. Anything else? What, what was, did you have a favorite part of the trip or did we cover that? Oh, uh, favorite part was just getting drunk. That was a good time. Okay, you can I don't do that get at, drunk anymore. You can do that at home. You know, you don't have to drive to Cleveland to get drunk. <laughs> yeah, but I don't do that anymore. So, like, getting drunk was pretty cool. So I know uh, we probably have like a thousand people from Cleveland watching right now, and I'm about to piss them all off, and they're never going to watch again. So the last time I was in Cleveland was when you and I drove to Cleveland to see the Eels. Yep. And that's been a while ago. Uh but one of the things that I always remembered from that road trip was how bad Cleveland smelled. I thought it had like a <laughs> terrible odor to it. And uh, when we drove to Cleveland this time and when we got out of the car in the parking garage to go to AEW, immediately I smelled that smell again. And I was like, oh, man, Cleveland still smells like shit. So what are you doing, Cleveland? Why do you smell like shit? It's like Detroit. Detroit smells like shit, too. But they're Detroit. The bad smell. No? No. All right. 
I got a bad smeller, and I could smell it. Maybe it's just in your nostrils. Maybe it is. Maybe I'll, <laughs> I'll go get my nostrils checked out tomorrow. All right, anything else for uh, the little little part here? Yeah. Are we, we ready to get into it? Let's get into I it, I need man. to pull like up my show notes here. So uh, show note-wise, Dave, are we just going straight down the list? Uh, sure, we can do that. All right, well, the first topic then... Well, uh, yeah, let's do it. The first topic belongs to you, so you bring it in. All right. Well, Spotify came out with their quarter four numbers this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have over 124 pay, million paid subscribers. That's a lot. Which is up up 29% year over year now. So that's real. I mean, that's killer. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that. They're, they've lost $84 million, though. Okay. So they their net gross, or their gross was 522 but they lost $84 million over that. And I don't believe that they've ever had a profit I don't think so. on, their, on their record books. Not that I'm aware of, no. So how the fuck are they keep, keep getting and keep going? And the artists aren't making any money either. Like, yeah. The artists like are all mad about this whole way of doing music because they're not making any money anymore. Right. So, so what's the solution? I don't, I don't know. Do you charge more for Spotify? But if we did, they probably wouldn't give any more to the artist. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't have a solution on that. It's they're trying all these bundle things. Um, mm. Yeah, but they're bundling everything for so cheap that there's no way that any of them's making any money. Like you've got right. your, your Hulu and your Disney and all that shit bundled together. Like how are any of them making any money with how cheap the bundle is? Well, I can tell you how, cause Disney owns ESPN and they own. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Disney so owns can... everything at this point. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, for sure. So me being the, super ginormous music nerd that I am like I don't like that the artists aren't making money like that sucks but I can't not have Spotify like Spotify is a part of my everyday well-being and if you took it away from me I'd probably cry for a week so right so like you said like I don't know what the solution is now I I I feel like I do my part more so than a lot of other people because I I go to a lot of concerts. I buy shit from them at their concerts. I go to the record store and I buy records and shit. So I feel like I probably give more money to bands than your average music listener does. Yeah, I would say you do. But uh, but I mean, obviously, I still don't think that's making like a huge impact in anybody's wallet. But I mean, they're, they they got to be making money off the tours. Yeah, that's what that's where they're all making their money now, so, for sure. Tours and selling can, their merch and stuff. T-shirts are still yeah. a huge part of the whole thing. So here, let me yeah. tell you. Let me touch on this real quick. It's kind of offshoot, but kind of not. While we're just kind of talking about music, um, I'm really disappointed in Pearl Jam, man. And I don't, I don't say that very often, but I feel like I really want to say it this time because I, I feel over the however many years that Pearl Jam has been a thing, they always did a really good job of uh, saying like, you know, fuck the corporate world and the system and shit like that. And I'm a 
firm believer in all that, and I, I believe what they had said over the years. And then now they got this new album coming out, right? And right. Uh, and they, they make a new single, and the new single's weird, but whatever. And then their next single is played during a Super Bowl ad during a Verizon 5G commercial. So then I start scrolling through my Instagram, and it's like, sponsored Pearl Jam post. Did you check out the new Verizon 5G Pearl Jam commercial? And now I'm like, fuck you, Pearl Jam. That's... Yeah, you're the one that taught me to say fuck that shit, and now you're doing that shit. So fuck you. So so basically, you're saying they sold out. They sold out big time, without a doubt. They finally sold out. They finally sold out. You're damn right. Speaking of Pearl Jam, yeah, part of the uh, my favorite part of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame mm-hmm. was the Seattle. Oh, cool. Section. Of yeah. The... That uh, that was definitely one of my favorites for sure. They had. Uh, they had one of Chris Cornell's guitars in there, uh, all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, they, it was a really cool section right there. Yep, I was glad they had uh, a section of that stuff. A lot of times I feel like that era doesn't get as much respect as it should. Right. So, question for you. Mm-hmm. How does music influence your life? I know it's huge. Oh, God. We just talked about that, but... Yeah. Oh, God, man. I don't even know where to begin with that. Uh, I'm I'm a music nerd just so far deep into it. Um, See? I I mean, Spotify is one of my main apps on my phone. I mean, not just for listening to music, but scrolling through the different playlists and scrolling through the new release radar and just uh, it's all there's always something i'm always typing in something in the search just so i can remember to go back to it later uh i mean it's 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 all day every day for me it really is yeah for me it's a little bit different Mm -hmm. i'm more sports and Mm -hmm. it's always been that way Mm -hmm. but lately i've been I've been listening to a lot more music, and mm-hmm. obviously I've always enjoyed music mm-hmm. and whatever, but it's and I, nothing that I, I, I listen kn- to hours and hours like you do mm-hmm. a day. Now, I know you've been listening to a lot of uh, like wrestling podcasts and stuff here lately. Do you do that through Spotify, or do you have your own podcast app for that? I have my own podcast app. Because it seems like Spotify is becoming like the podcast app now, and as much as I love Spotify... It's not my podcast app, and that's a good transition because some of the, I was when I was doing the research on this article, they are up two hundred percent on yeah, podcasts. I saw that they have over seven hundred thousand different podcasts available, which they'll have seven thousand, seven hundred thousand and one. That's when right. We put ours up on there. Yeah, yeah. But and uh, they're starting to pay for exclusive rights to podcasts they signed just, michelle obama as an exclusive so they just paid for a huge sports one called the ringer it's a basketball podcast with okay. bill simmons but gotcha huge i mean that's probably one of the biggest podcasts out there and yeah i don't are they exclusive i haven't heard about that but i mean i would imagine if they purchased him yeah i assume that like the michelle obama one that i read about that's exclusive to spotify i'm pretty sure gotcha yeah no, that's 
Incredible growth. 200% growth on podcasts in the last year. Yeah. <coughs> um, so. so, but, you know, so I, I, I use Spotify. And like you said, I also use a different podcast app. And I'm still a Pandora user as well. For 40 hours a week at work, I, st- I use Pandora. I don't even use Spotify at work because I prefer to have, like, the radio type Yes. Thing. I, I want a variety. I don't want to think like I want to I listen to this album. Spotify. I want to listen to this album. Yeah, and Spotify's radio, radio is absolute garbage. It's not radio. It's just a two-hour long playlist is all it is. That's what yeah. they all are. So that's complete garbage. Can't do it. So even though Pandora plays a lot of the same crap over and over again, and that gets on my nerves a lot of the time, it's still a better option than Spotify's radio. Right. I would love to see Spotify step up their radio game, but I don't. I don't, nobody ever talks about it. So I don't know that it's a thing at all that they even care about. Yeah, I hope they change it because I would, I would like to give them a chance. But like you said, it's like a two hour um, playlist and yeah. it's like crappy songs that's on the playlist. And it's yeah. like, no, I don't like this. Yeah, it's not good. So I've switched over to Pandora as well. Because mm-hmm. usually I'll listen to just albums. But now I'm, while I'm at work, now I have more time to listen to my own music that I choose. So I think you and I are similar in that matter, and I think you and I are different than the norm is that we're both album listeners. Yes. You're, you and me are both like, okay, I want to listen to this Eels album. I want to listen to this Pantera album. Um, I don't typically go to like <clears throat> the Eels or the Pantera page and just click like shuffle play or I don't listen to this is Pantera playlist. I I have an album in mind that I want to listen to usually. Yep. Usually, not always. Every once in a while, I will hit shuffle play or whatever. But right. But I think we are the minority in that. I think most people are like playlist and you know just the singles and the most popular songs. Yeah, I mean, um, also another number that I found during the research was there's 271 million subscribers total, or not subscribers, monthly users. Mm-hmm. So 150 million that are monthly users that don't pay. Yeah. So they're probably just looking for... I mean, I understand if you don't have the money, you don't have the money. And I understand that if you if it's just not something important enough for you to pay for, then whatever. But I pay $15 a month for five freaking Spotify accounts. And, I mean, that's a no-brainer to me. That's why on earth would you listen through commercials to get to the songs that you want to hear? I just pay for it. Mm -hmm. But, again, I understand I'm a heavy user. So So where does music go from here? Oh, man. With technology. With technology. Oh, God. Where does Spotify (sighs) go from here? I don't know what's next, and I've said that I don't b- before too. Like that ain't the first time I've been like I don't know what's next. Because at one point I was growth, like, what? their growth is going to continue to cr- climb for now at least. Mm-hmm. Um, they're projecting more numbers to climb over the next year. Yeah, I think so. they'll be the the norm for a little while. I do. I don't think how, that... How long can they survive? I mean, I know, I know they get money coming in, but they're right. still losing money. Right. That's a great question. I don't know. And there, what about, like, them versus, like, Apple Music or Amazon Music? I mean, are they just absolutely slaughtering everybody else? 
that I don't know, but I, I I know it's a good competition with Apple and Amazon. Okay. They, uh, they're pretty much close head to head. But Spotify is probably a, a, yeah. a, a while's away away. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. I remember you and I both also used Beats when it was a thing yes. before we used Spotify. Beats was the first music subscription service that I subscribed to. Uh, and then I eventually made the switch to Spotify and then eventually Apple bought Beats and I never mm-hmm. had any intention in using Apple's uh, version. Have, did you use Apple Music for a li- I remember for a while you were like, oh, I'm going to switch to Apple Music, but I don't know that you ever, obviously you never made the switch full time. Yeah, I've, I like the radio like we were just talking about. Apple's radio? Um, yeah. Okay. They have a better playlist and shuffle and whatnot of okay. music, but mm-hmm. that's the only I like thing that really Apple noticed. Apple does have uh, like their original programming radio. Like yes. uh, Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age has his own. Uh, it's called the Alligator Hour. It's like a once a week show. Saint Vincent, uh, Annie Clark, she has her own show on there, and I think that's really cool. For a while there, I was downloading torrents of them because I liked to listen to their shows, but it. Became too much to download and keep up with. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to happen. To swing over to Spotify here shortly with mm-hmm. exclusive deals with the musicians and whatnot. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I uh, I I'd like to see Spotify make some money and pay their artists better than what they do instead of paying them three cents for every thousand times somebody listens to them. But if they're not making any money, I guess there's no real way for them to be able to pay the artist. But Yeah, I don't know how you make almost a half billion dollars and you can't make money off of it. Yeah. And then you got like, have you ever used Bandcamp before? Uh, never. I've heard of it, but never used it. They, uh, I mean, they're just, they're not really a streaming service. They're more of like a, you're purchasing an, a digital album from them. But they're very well known for... Uh, giving the artist a very huge cut of the money as opposed to the company taking a big percentage of it like Apple does when you buy something on iTunes. They take their 30% or whatever. Uh, It's a much smaller percentage, I guess, for Bandcamp. But it's just not as user-friendly as just using Spotify is. Gotcha. Yeah, man. All right. So So where do we go from here, man? What else you want to talk about? You want to... You want to hop down to the second one on the list there? You want to jump to the other one and come back to the other one? It don't really matter to me, I don't think. Let's jump to yours, man. All right. Well, up next on the list, I guess we'll just keep talking uh, computer stuff, which makes sense because a, uh, a lot of the old stuff on Square 2 podcast was a lot of tech stuff. I think that was probably the majority of our stories was tech stuff back in the day. It was. Yeah. So it would be fitting to yeah, continue that. definitely. And it's nice talking tech stuff instead of just music, wrestling, and video games. Yep. Sorry for the scratchy I'm sure, throat. I'm sure we'll get to other varieties of we will. topics like we used to back in the day. Yep, but I like doing it this way. This way's fun. Mm-hmm. So, continuing on with the, the tech talk, I guess, <clears throat> uh... Have you ever noticed, have you noticed here lately that when you're on your phone or just a regular computer, I guess, 
we keep getting more and more pop-ups saying that this uh, website uses cookies. I have, and it's very, very frustrating. Very annoying, right? So yep. what has happened here is, is that there has been a law passed recently that websites have to alert their users that they're using cookies. Uh, they've been using them all along, and that's nothing new. Uh, but now they have to tell you that they're using them, and it's uh, it's kind of aggressive. It's they're kind of I feel like a lot of sites are being very aggressive about it by putting up these big pop-ups on your phone screen that takes up seven eighths of your screen. Right. So, so the thing with it is though, like you click accept, and when you click accept. Uh, what happens then is that uh, this website creates a file on your device. That's why they have to ask permission is because the file is stored on your device. So it's not on their server. So they have to ask you permission to be able to do, to do it. And it includes information like your IP address. It includes uh, your location because obviously that can be figured out from your IP address. Mm -hmm. Um Depending on certain sites, uh, it might keep information like what website did you just come from before you came to this website, or what website did you go to after leaving their website, what items did you look at but not put in your cart, stuff like that, and it kind of saves all of that information in there, and it's been doing that for a long time, so the next time you go to that website, it knows where you live, and it gives you something based upon your location or it shows you an image for that thing that you looked at but didn't add to your cart to try to get you to buy it again. Realistically, all of those things aren't too big of a problem, I don't think, because uh, it does make it more custom-made to what you know we're looking at and what we're doing. But now that they're putting these, now that they're required to tell us that they're using cookies. It's just, it's really annoying because they, they put the big old thing up on the screen and they make it look like you have to accept it to be able to use the website. Yeah, there's no denying it. Half, the right. Right. Half of, some of them, there's just an X and you can just X out of it. You don't click accept. You don't click anything else. You click X and it's just gone. You're not accepting it and you move on because they can't by law not allow you to use their website because you don't allow them to save your personal information. However... But they're making it really freaking hard on you. There are some that will say you cannot... And that's illegal. Browse this. That's not allowed. Yeah. But there are. I, I have a sports one that I try to go to every now and then when I'm searching for something. I had a music one the same way. I said I was I it was one of the times where it popped up and it was it had got on my nerves and I'm like, you know what? No. And then it popped up another thing and it said, "Sorry, you can't use well, this website." It says like you can't you can't use it cuz you've clicked no or whatever, so. Okay. So now here's where I am with that. I'm at the point now where if those are the if those websites are going to start doing that, I'm done with them. There there's another yeah. website out there that I'll find that doesn't do that. And if they're right. going to make it hard on me, then forget them. That's, that's it. So like, what technically is a cookie? I know what you, you just went over it, but like, is it just a, a key phrase that they just turned it a cookie or why is it called I don't know a why the hell it's called a cookie, to be honest with you. Specifically. Specifically, I do not know. 
I didn't do that much research, I guess. I spouted off all kinds of good information there, but I don't know why the fuck they call it a cookie. <laughs> I do not know cookie that. Cookies. Um, cause I remember, uh, it's not, it's not something I've encountered in a long time, but I remember back in the, the old web 1.0 days, there would be times where we'd be on our computer and our browsers would start slowing down and shit. And one of the first things to always do by default was to clear your cache and cookies. And that would like free up all the bullshit that's saved in your computer and make it run better. But that is not something I've experienced in a very long time. Hmm. But yeah, so especially on the phone now, it's just they, some of them, they make it to where it's three quarters of the freaking screen. And that's just too much. Dave's on beer two. Beer two, buddy. What are you drinking? Now I am switching over to Braxton Brewing. It's a B- Bavarian style select lager. Ooh, yeah. I uh, That's pretty good. I feel like some of these local companies to us now are starting to make a little bit more lagers, and that makes me very happy. That makes me very happy. Because I mean, you, you're an IPA guy. I know I am an IPA guy, but most of the time, especially when I'm in my house drinking, I 99% of the time drink Yingling because it's cheaper and it is a lower alcohol volume because I like to sit here and drink a few beers and not get all fucked up off of a couple of them. And I've just got totally burnt out on IPAs. Yeah. Uh, so I've always y- loved Yingling, and now there's starting to be a couple other loggers. Ohio just got Narragansett, which is a logger that's been around forever that I had never heard of just because Ohio didn't carry it, and it's really mm. good. And uh, we got one on tap at work now that's uh, – who makes it? Uh, Fretboard makes it, and it's yeah. real. It's a bourbon mash lager, whatever the hell Ooh. that means. But that damn, it is so good. It's one of the best beers we've had in in quite some time. I love it. Damn. Good beer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so where are we going with this conversation with cookies now? Um, what else you got for us on cookies? I don't know. I don't know that I have much else other than uh, people just need to know that they don't have to accept that shit. And I think that uh, a lot of people just click accept just to make it go away. And I think people should really kind of understand exactly what the hell it is they're accepting but I, I just i don't know most people probably just don't care and they just click it to make it go away so i've noticed this the last couple months when did this all go through just a couple months ago so when all this happened mm-hmm. okay yep and yeah, is it's... it a, like a national law or state yeah, law national federal law federal law yeah gotcha yep i th- if i'm not mistaken i think it it happened here and like in Europe or something or another like they both all did it at the same time of making it a law gotcha yeah so I mean if the way I see it is you know you do, you do not have to click accept if you're I mean if you're okay with clicking and accept whatever click it but at least know what it is that you're clicking accept to and if, if it's a website that's being stupid and making it to where you can barely not even because a lot of these websites now pop ups on mobile browsers are that's a whole nother thing of how terrible mobile browsing is now uh and this isn't making it any better i know it's terrible man i mean pop-ups pop-ups are worse now on mobile browsers than they 
ever were on a PC browser ever, 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 ever. Even when I had a fucking virus installed from fucking LimeWire, the pop-ups weren't as, aren't as fucking bad as they are on phones right now. It's stupid. This is true. Yep. And I'm all, I'm only mobile anymore. So like, yeah. God, I, I get on my computer and I and I deal with just a regular browser and I don't. It's it's so much cleaner than doing it mobily. On it, it's just so much different now. It's it's a shame the way that it's worked out. I do like a browser called Firefox Focus. Remember Firefox? My goodness, I do. So but it's it's kind of a secured mm-hmm. in a way, not yeah. really. Yeah browser that yep. kind of blocks the cookies the uh my only hang up with that and it's it's always been this way uh of using a sec well for the longest time there was no secondary browser on the iphone they refused to allow anybody to be a secondary browser but now they do and they have for quite some time now but you can't you cannot change what you want your default browser to be it has to be safari so if you send me a link via text and i click it it opens in safari i cannot open it in firefox or whatever and that completely makes it useless to me if i can't just click something and open it in the program i want it to be in then i just i think you can do that buddy i think you can go into settings on iphones well that's new then and change your newer maybe and change your default browser. Okay. Well, then I would uh, learn something new today, which is good by me. And on, I just found this just now, scrolling through my phone. Mm-hmm. Under Safari, you can block all cookies. Oh, yeah. If you have a little trigger button, I'm going to select that right now. Well, we'll do a follow-up on that next week. We'll bring that back up again and let us know if that has made any difference in your web browsing. Now, it did also just gray. It didn't turn it off, but it grayed. Prevent cross-site tracking. Okay. So, yeah, I will. I'll I'll report back next time we do a show in a couple weeks and let you know how it goes. What happens if, because uh, like sometimes, because like I have Adblock Plus running on my browser on my PC, and every once in a while I'll go to a website and it'll be like, hey, we see that you have Adblock Plus running on your browser, mm-hmm. and uh, because of that, you know, we only make money off of our ads, so fuck you, you can't use our site unless you turn that shit off. Right. Uh, So I wouldn't be surprised if something like that pops up on your cookies thing. Like, it's like, oh, we see that you have that thing in your iPhone turned off. So fuck you. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. And then also I want to do that on my phone because I'm tired of these pop-ups. Safari. I know. Go into Safari. I'll do it when the show's over. Yeah, that's cool. So, Brian and Wiley. Yeah, we're trucking right along. XFL. The yeah. XFL started today. He hate me. He hate me. He hate me. Now, now this is point two point Yep. So what they're doing this time around is they're taking it a little bit more serious. Okay. Um, there's no more gimmicks. Okay. No more. He hate me. No more last names and mm-hmm. no 
more Vince at the starting or the starting of the season saying this is the <laughs> XFL. Good. But but I did watch the games today. Okay. And they were very entertaining. Okay. So um good crowd base. Um so uh so I, I know very little, honestly. Uh I'm not a football fan even a little bit. Um yep. and I'm not much of a Vince McMahon fan at the moment either. So um so this was a question that I thought of earlier that I wanted to ask you. Uh the cities that they're playing in uh, what are they 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 didn't build their own stadiums for these things, right? No, they didn't. So no. are they piggybacking off of like college stadiums or most of them are the major league soccer stadiums. Okay. So they're playing in like And major league soccer is okay with that? Yeah, because major league soccer they're getting reven- revenue from the renting part. Yeah, I get that. Because we've got an MLS team here in Cincinnati now, and like they were all uh, but heard about Cincinnati not having their own stadium that is specifically for soccer. So right. it almost surprises me that they, but at least they are allowing them to use them. Unlike our local football team that doesn't allow our stadium to be used for shit hardly. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, so that's like, that was wonder what I was wondering about there. So, so what made this game exciting to you? The there was some changes in the rules. There's no there's a kickoff, but it's not running kickoff. You know, right now the kicker and the rest of the team line up together. Mm-hmm. Well, this one they line up at the thirty-five yard line on the other side, and the defense lines up at the thirty-yard line. So they're only five yards apart. Okay. They can't, so the kicker kicks it. They can't touch or run or anything until the receiver catches the ball. Okay. And then they can tackle and block and do all that crazy okay, stuff. Okay, so that, so that change, you look at it as you like that? It's, or it it's it, just a gimmick? or It's not a gimmick because it's, it's a way to make this game safer. Okay. So you're not running full speed at another guy running full speed. Okay. Um, um, so yeah, it was really cool. Is there a lot of that, that like aspect. like we're doing it this way because it's safer? Like is that a XFL approach? It is. It's an XFL thing. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure the NFL will take it or take it eventually too. Like they're changing some things with their kickoff and. The kickoff's the biggest thing of concussions, because you got two people running full speed ahead, mm-hmm. and and that's really the yeah, only instance throughout the doom game, right or, there. Yeah, right on. Um, another thing I like about the game was there's a lot of behind the scenes kind of thing. They did this in the first um, go around, but it's more involved this time too. They have. Um, it's not gimmicky. It's not, um, you know, WWE sideline mm. reporters. Yeah. It's actual sports reporters that are know the game. They mm. know what they're talking about. The announcers are actually NFL kind of caliber announcers. And, right on. Um, so that was a cool little segment. So, um, so do you think, I mean, the... The whole thing is here, do you think that they have a chance this time? Because they failed fucking miserably the first time around. It's a three-year deal. Mm-hmm. 
um, Vince's, well, let me go back. Analysis analysts are saying that <clears throat> they are going to lose, Vince is going to lose $375 million over the course of three years. And for people that don't know, the Vince that we're referring to here is Vince McMahon because the XFL is owned by WWE. That's correct. Just in case, because we didn't throw that in there. Which is actually Alpha Entertainment, gotcha. if you didn't know that. I don't think I did know that. Is that the WWE parent company at this point? That's, yeah, that's the parent company of Vince, oh Vince McMahon's, yep. I didn't know that. So, so, to answer your question, I do believe they will make it the full three years. Okay. If they make it the fourth, that's when Vince is going to start making money. Mm-hmm. And so I get that. I mean, of, of course, you got to spend money to make money. It's I understand that completely. Yep. So for so, the first few years, for them to lose a shitload of money, I don't feel like that's weird or crazy or bad or anything. Another cool concept of the games were if you win the game, you get a hundred grand split between the team. Okay. So it's an incentive to play hard. Okay. Because even if you you know go one and ten you're making an extra hundred grand are they playing ten games in a season yeah okay. so ten games in a season so one out of, is, one the, out of nine. is there a big uh super bowl at the end there's a playoff yep there's okay. a playoff championship uh playoffs um, and set up similar to the same way that nfl does playoff yeah it'll just like be a one and done it's not like a one and done yeah. one through four ranking um so yeah, it's going to mm-hmm. be the same kind of playoff run, but so I feel like, and this is this is so the view that I have on this is from a view of somebody that uh, doesn't really know anything about football or like football so much, but I do like wrestling, so it kind of you know it does come up in my news feed and shit. But I also have the fact that I work in a sports bar, so. I hear people yelling at televisions every day of my life at different sports things. Uh, And it seems that like now might be the best time for another football company to make a run at it because it seems like a lot of people are kind of over a lot of the bullshit that is going on with the NFL at this point that so maybe now is just I think it's the exact same way as AEW has came along because people are kind of tired of the same bullshit with WWE it kind of the same analogy as to where the NFL and maybe the XFL does have a chance to be the, right. the secondary option there's a lot of things with the NFL that people don't really like right now Yeah, um, even the players and the owners and inside the game mm-hmm. um, they're trying to go to 17 games they're just mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's more injuries every game and it's just like it's yeah. not a safe sport yeah. anymore. So, but can the XFL the make it a safe sport though? They can. Also, they're why the fuck is it called the, uh, extreme if they're if they're all making it try not. to? Well, it's, so it's now, just X. Yes, yeah, so all it's all it is is XFL. It doesn't have any standing whatsoever, right. any meaning. So, just like uh, WWE. WWE technically does not fucking stand for World Wrestling Entertainment anymore. It just stands. It's just yeah. WWE. That's correct, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of it so far. Um, I really believe it's going to last the full three years. 
players are so excited about it because it's an opportunity for them to grow and get more snaps. And but what about uh, pay wise? I mean, so, what, uh, the top quarterback in the NFL versus the top quarterback in the XFL is how much of a fucking pay difference? Pay is pay is dramatically different right now. Yeah, but you got to also think. You got to also think NFL is a multi multi billion dollar industry. Mm-hmm. So what the XFL is trying to do is they're they're trying to steal these. Uh, actually, they they already started stealing top caliber college players that have the NFL has a rule that you can't play for three years out of high school. Okay. So they're stealing these top caliber players. So XFL said, "Fuck game. that rule. Let's just get them now." Yep. Whatever. So let's get them, develop them. If they leave, they leave, and, you know, good for them. They're not trying to keep them long-term. All right, um, so one more th- one thing that I wanted to touch on was that uh, one of the main reasons for the XFL's demise the first time around was because of the NFL and advertising, that the NFL yeah. went to these companies that were advertising on XFL shows and they and the NFL said to them, let's use Coke for example. Coke, Coke, you're advertising on XFL. If you ever want to advertise on the NFL again, then you cannot advertise for XFL. And obviously, a company wants to advertise for the NFL more because that's ob- obvious reasons. Um, you think anything like that'll happen this time around? I don't because it's not a direct competition. People is putting in a direct competition, but until they he- go head to head on Sundays mm-hmm. or Saturdays or whenever they play together, that's when it's going to really be. But that's not going to happen, play. though, right? XFLs after the season. Yeah, fans want eleven more year or weeks of uh, football. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. If you're a football fan, then you yeah, you get more football time. You do. Mm-hmm. So the approach is a significantly different than the last time and i think that's a good thing for them mm-hmm. but I, I still could see it like i mean obviously nfl is the fucking juggernaut here so i i feel like if they wanted to come up with a way to end xfl like they probably could the way they did the first time around but maybe it's yeah not... but then you probably have companies that would say fuck you mm-hmm. and you know we're going to pay our money over to XFL and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So I, uh, yeah. as of right now, like in my life, wrestling wise, like I'm kind of not doing much of the whole WWE thing because I'm enjoying the other, uh, the other wrestling offerings that there is out there. Uh, but not being a football guy, though, I'm kind of rooting for XFL because now they're the underdog and. Uh, it'd be nice to see somebody come up and kind of give some competition, even if it is Vince McMahon. I think it'd be, it's good for, because I, I think, I, I'm, I don't like the NFL, just, I don't know. That's, I guess it's just football in general. I don't know. And this is all Vince McMahon's private money. It doesn't have anything to do gotcha. with WWE's money. Yeah. So this so fails miserably, then like WWE doesn't just, have to like cut out Pyro again or something like that. Right. Because Vince cashed in, he made three or four billion dollars when they went public 20, 
20 years ago or so, whatever yeah. now it is, just on that initial investment yeah. alone, not including over the last 20 years of the last year the business. two so, with the fucking Fox deal. How much fucking money did he put in oh, his yeah. pocket off the fucking Fox deal? So this is all his own private money. So if he loses it, he loses it. But mm-hmm. well, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with it. Side note, did you see, complete side note, did you see Amazon could purchase WWE in the next 10, 15 years? 10 to 15, okay, I didn't see that. Um, yeah, uh, I saw that you, just because you sent it to me, I didn't see it anywhere else. Uh, but I remember I Vin- find anywhere else. I remember Vince making a statement not too long ago that uh, I think somebody basically asked him, like, is WWE for sale or something? Like, there's rumors that WWE is for sale or something along those lines. And his response being, you know, there's all basically everybody always has a price, million dollar man style. Like, if the, if somebody's going to offer the right thing, it's always for sale. So yep. I feel like there's kind of been uh, a possibility that they would sell WWE at some point. Uh, but man, how weird would it be a company or anybody other than the McMahon family owning the WWE? And what the fuck would I don't know? What does Amazon know about wrestling? <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Just uh, all the more reason to not be into WWE wrestling right now. Hey, I'm enjoying it. I know. We'll argue about that on another episode. We will. We will for sure. But dude, I think we just went through all of our topics for this episode. I think we did. I think and it was a very fun first round again, man. It's about ten thirty right now. I think we we're about a half hour late starting, so we're right around the hour mark, I think. Yep, we're right around where we want to be. Cool. I feel like that flowed very well. I think I think we knew what we were doing here. That was cool. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. let's close her down. Let's any, do it, man. You got any final thoughts before we call it a day here? Thoughts. Don't allow cookies on your phone. Right on. Yeah. That's where I'm at with that. And, <laughs> and maybe go watch the XFL. Oh, I, here, I meant to. Yeah, exactly. Eat the cookies. Don't accept them on your phone. Um, And I bet the whole time when I was tweeting out about this that we were talking about cookies, everybody's like, what? They're going to talk about cookies? Probably nobody thought that that's what we were going to talk about. Right. Uh, my question uh, was going to be about the XFL. You said there was two games today? Yeah. Is that a normal, like, every Saturday, two games? Or do they play on two Sunday? Games, yep, two okay. games Saturday, two games Sunday. Okay. And it's better deals this time around. Last time it was CBS and CBS's sidekick, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now it's ESPN and Fox. So okay. ABC, Fox Sports 1. Fox and ESPN broadcast the game. They all have one game every every week. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, it was pretty cool watching. Day game, night game, or just yeah, yeah. So today yeah. was two p.m. Eastern time and five p.m. I know earlier today you sent me a text and you're like, "Hey, uh, check out the game so we can kind of talk about it." And I was like, "Fuck that!" So next week I'll check it out though. I'll actually give it a good shot. I should at or least tomorrow you could do. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. They're on tomorrow. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Sunday I will. So then next week when we talk about it, I'll I'll give a little bit better of an opinion about that. Cool. Cool, man. So uh, the only other thing that I really wanted to touch on before we do 
officially wrap the show is Howdy Inc. has another new podcast coming out, and we're aiming to start recording that a week from today, next Saturday. Uh, that's going to be basically the same crew that did the Unknown podcast. We ended that a week or two ago. We just felt like it was kind of time to be done with that. We wanted to switch things up. So we're starting a new show, and we talked about this on uh, the last episode of Unknown Pod, but the new show is going to be called Late Night Toast, which I love. I think it's a super cool name, and Dave came up with that name in our little uh, Howdy Inc. chat. Uh, So that's pretty cool. So we're going to start that next week, so follow us on Twitter at Howdy Inc., and you'll find out when and where to watch and listen to that when it goes on. You going to join us for that one, too? I will be there. Cool. So our first uh, our first episode of that, we got, like, a, a little theme going on. Uh, we we, we want to, like, review albums or watch movies and review certain movies and stuff. So we have something to actually talk about instead of just genuine, uh, generally talking so our for our idea for our first episode is uh, we wanted to talk about the new Eminem album because that's kind of a common thing that a lot of the guys on the show like, and it's uh, somewhat a current topic, although it's been out for a couple weeks now. So we're all going to listen to that album, we're going to talk about that for a little while, and then we're tying that in with, uh, because the name of the album is a takeoff on an Alfred Hitchcock uh, album, so we're going to also watch an Alfred Hitchcock movie Dial M for Murder is the one that we decided on, and we're going to all watch that, and then we're going to talk about that on the episode. So, kind of a different approach of, you know, just coming up with something different instead of just sitting there randomly talking about whatever. It'll be good times. Heck yeah. And we will toast things and roast things is what we will do. Hey, I like that tagline. Yeah. We'll We'll watch the movie, and then we'll all talk about it, and we'll either give it a toast or we'll roast it if we don't like it. Yes, sir. What else? Follow Dave on uh, Instagram at Sensigram. What else? What's your other socials? Do you have any other socials to plug? No. The Twitter. We always plug the Twitters. DTD Schmitty at Twitter. On Twitter. Uh, and I am Captain Howdy 1027 on Instagram and on Twitter. And go to Howdy Inc. on Twitter and HowdyInc.com and you can click subscribe to everything. This will be up on iTunes and Google Play and Spotify and all of that. It'll probably take a few days, maybe even up to a week once we get it all uh, ready and submitted. Sometimes it takes a few days for all of those companies to approve your podcast. As that happens, we'll tweet about it on the How to Inc. Twitter so that you can follow on whatever platform it is you choose to follow on. Heck yeah. HowtyInc.com will be your place to find out all of those things that I just said. Cool. It's been fun, buddy. Hell yeah. So that's it. First episode of Square Two is in the books. And uh, are we back next week or are we back in two weeks? Two weeks. We do it every two weeks. All right. Twice a month. So what we'll try to do is we'll try to stagger uh, Square Two and Late Night Toast is what we'll shoot for. And then I'll podcast every week. Heck One yeah. day we'll bring back Howdy Radio, the next generation. It's not dead. We'll bring that back eventually. But right now, I'm just not really feeling it. So, <laughs> All right. I think that's all we got for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Please tell all your friends and family and their friends, their friends and 
whoever will listen to you. Tell them to check out Square 2. All righty. All right. Well, thank you, guys. See you guys next time. time. Sham on.